Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the TNR Sports Show. My name's Trenton. That's Ryan. Hey, what's up, Ryan? What's up, everybody? We're abolishing the transfer portal. I'm calling for the abolishment of the transfer portal. I am sitting at you, coming at you live at 9:32 on a Wednesday, on a Thursday. Forgot we we record on Wednesdays usually. On a Thursday, calling for the abolishment of the transfer portal. You have heard it here first. We must abolish it. Ryan, what do you think? I'm a huge fan of abolishing it. I think we should uh, draft up the legislature right now. I agree. And, uh, just get rid of that sucker. It's just. It's we, just I, 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 in all seriousness, and this topic has started because Arkansas is in complete meltdown mode. We've lost 13 players to the transfer portal. 13. Um, that's a lot. Most in the SEC by five. Um, first. It's a lot of DBs. Anyway, it's not about Arkansas. It's about the greater good. If people are going to transfer, they should revert back to these olden rules where they have to wait one year. They have to sit for one year. That kind of gets rid of most of your problems because most people aren't going to do that. You don't see a lot of the issues that you're having right now. Now, if a coach leaves, I think they should be able to go. And Ryan probably like, but you know, that's just, I do still have that opinion. If you go for a coach and Oklahoma it kind of got to that weird point where the program, the coach was bigger than the program. Would you agree with that? Um, I, I'd say to an extent on the offense, especially at, at the, yeah, on the offense, not on the defense. No, I, it was yeah. all about the program on the defense. Um, I mean, like, <laughs> That's what Lincoln Riley would say. You know, if like with, with their Oklahoma's current, like with, like with Rattler and Stogner, it makes sense. Shane Beamer recruited them. You know, he, they know each other, right? It makes sense. Like Caleb Williams and Mario Williams, Leaving doesn't make sense because they're not trying to join Lincoln Riley. They're just trying to get a True. great NIL deal at Georgia or Auburn. That's or why our people are leaving. Money. Yeah, exactly. I don't care what anybody says. It's money involved. If it may not be fully about money, but it's mainly about money. It's mainly about money. If you're a starter at a, a pretty good team in the SEC, you're not leaving because – you're just not leaving it's just stupid you're leaving because of money agreed and this money thing it's kind of there's no easy way to put it you know people have been talking about this paying these players for years and years and years and we've been talking about it and there's no easy way to put it and i really do believe that if you look at the games and the the teams that are putting out the most money are the you're going to see, if you don't like what we've seen recently, any hope of seeing anything but what we've seen recently with these Alabamas and these Georges and these Clemsons, these Oklahomas. Um, no, Even then, right. like, those two teams are... Like, I feel Clemson, like Clemson and Oklahoma right. might fall to the wayside. Um, yeah. You're going to have these big money guys with these big money. A&M, Texas, USC... USC Florida Miami. State, Miami, um, maybe Florida State. I don't know if there's a lot of money in Tallahassee, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, it's it the the tide's changing, and you can always say what you want to about college football, and you can scream from the top of the roof, parody, parody. There's never been real parody in college football in all history. I mean, the top guys have been the top guys for their era. So in the 2010s, you know, you've had Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, um, uh, LSU sometimes. Um, 
Florida State for half of it, um, yeah. Auburn for half of it. And then in 2010, it was Florida, Oklahoma, Florida State, LSU for a little bit every once in a while. They're always just a little bit for a little while, and then they go away. Then they suck real bad like they did in the Texas Bowl. Um, But shout out to LSU for playing that game. I don't think they get enough credit. credit. Um, But there's – and then, you know, in the 90s, it was the same too. It was Miami and Nebraska and yada, yada, Penn State, Alabama and Michigan – you know what I'm saying? There's never real parody in college football because college football isn't about the journey. It's about the, I mean, about the destinations, about the journey, you know, getting there and going to the games and having fun. But I, at the end of the day, you do want to see your team be somewhat competitive. And, you know, with these NIL deals, Texas and A&M, man, signed this great recruiting class. How much of that is legit? You know what I mean? Like how much of that is they've got the best players in the country now. I mean, they got the number one recruiting class and they still getting guys that are like five stars. It's not even, you know what I mean? It's crazy. And you know, if you're stupid enough to think, Oh, no way. Those guys that Colt Texas A&M isn't paying these players. You were taught, uh, might have to edit that out. You're crazy person. Might have to edit that out. Remind myself when I see this, edit that out. You're a crazy person. I might not. We'll see what happens. I didn't say the whole word. Um, it's it's insane though that they would like it. it it's just it's madness, madness, abolish it. Um, and it's crazy because I mean, you look at these teams in the past. We we know these teams have been paying players forever. Oh, of course, Alabama. Alabama ever there ain't no nicer parking lot in the country than Alabama football practice. Exactly. These these teams have been paying players forever. Now it's legal, and you can literally make it a recruiting pitch. Like, hey, you're going to make a million dollars if you come here. Uh, I've got this guy who's going to make you do one commercial and he's going to pay a swift milli for it. The Texas Boosters came together and started this NIL thing where they pay every single offensive lineman, whether you're a starter, whether you're a backup, whatever, 50 grand a year. That's 50 grand? I mean, for an offensive lineman, for one NIL deal, it's pretty good. 50 grand? 50 grand. You're not getting that. See, the problem I have now is you're not getting that at Arkansas. You're not getting that at Mississippi State. You're not getting that at Ole Miss. You're not getting that at um, South Carolina. You're not getting that at Vanderbilt. You're not getting that at Kentucky. You're not getting that at – I mean, hell, you might not even get it at LSU and Clemson and Florida State. I mean, you're only going to get that at, like, Alabama and Auburn and Texas a yeah. yeah. Maybe not even Auburn, really. They're probably getting it in Alabama. You're getting it in Georgia. You're going to get it at Florida. I mean, if you hate this new era of college football where you see the top guys, Nick Saban's coaching dominance. I mean, he's a good coach, obviously. Um, I mean, that go- he's got the best players, too. That does help. Um, but he's in this little era right now where he's on this dynamic run. You know, on Monday, we're going to talk about that here in a minute, where he could go win another national championship with a team that kind of sucks. Um, you know, Everybody in college football sucked this year, though. People won't realize that, but they'll criticize Clemson to the moon and back. But everybody kind of sucked in college football this year, but they won't like to notice that. Anyway, um, it's just been a – I don't know. There's no good answer for it. I can sit on here and they'll say, oh, man, Trinity wants to abolish the portal, and he hates players, but he likes when coaches move, and he probably thinks that Lincoln Riley going to USC is okay, but Caleb Williams leaving Oklahoma is bad. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think players should be able to move. But there also comes a point, man, when you've got to like kind of – what is it about? What are we doing here? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I mean, if coaches, coaches are one guy, just one random guy. We're talking about 80 some guys on a football team. Yeah, as free know it, like, I mean, the lower programs are going to become irrelevant. And I'm just talking about the SEC, and we still have the most money out of everybody. You know, I mean, when are you going to talk about the friggin' what are you what about the big the ACC or the Big Ten or the Pac-12? What about Washington State or Purdue or Boston College? You're getting left in the dust. You think we're getting left in the dust? Hell, I mean, we're not too left in the dust. They're really getting left in the dust. Exactly. I mean, like if you look at it now, I mean, you could say, you know, our an Arkansas team could make it to an SEC championship game. Would they win it? I don't know. Um, but they can make it. Like there's enough talent to go around for a team like that to go and play and win. You look at a Clemson 10 years ago, like they should not, they're, they're a team that should not have been winning national championship games. They were not a team that were winning national championship games. Now they've built themselves into something that wins national championships and they didn't build it on money. They built it on relationships and finding the right guys, whatever. Yeah. Even finding hidden gems like a Hunter Renfro or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like you're not going to see a whole lot of that if we're just finding players and you know they're just spending you know 50 grand on them per player for one NIL deal. They're not going to go to Clemson. They're 18 years old. They're or they going to right, and or they're going to pull that crap that Quentin Ewers pulled. Leave high school, go to Ohio State for a year. I hate Ohio State. I think Scumbag University. I hate all of them, and I think they do everything that they're due. But Quentin Ewers used Ohio State. There's no doubt in my mind. He was like, I'm not going to play. They're going to play this other guy. Whatever. I'm going to sit on the bench for a year. Who cares? And then I'm going to transfer and make millions somewhere else too. I'm going to make a million dollars in Columbus. There are, to this day, there are commercials, kombucha commercials. Shout out to our old listeners. There are kombucha commercials with Quentin Ewers running in freaking Columbus, Ohio. I mean, he's down there where in Austin, Texas, right? Yeah. What are we doing here, folks? What are we doing? And also, and you can say what you want about the transfer portal, right? And there's 1,600 suckers in it right now. And there's going to be a lot of people who see what um, Caleb Williams is doing. Or, I mean, even anybody. I mean, anybody kind of with a higher name. Adrian Martinez, um, Zach Salzada, you name them. Kind of bigger name. You know, they're not passed by the wayside. They're going to be able to go anywhere and sign wherever they want. There's going to be guys, random little dudes, that are going to be like, oh, I get it happen to me too. And it's not. And they're going to get lost in a big, big puddle. And nobody's going to know what's going on. And they're going to be recruiting one-on-one. And they're going to have to start putting their name back out there because they're in this big pond. With yeah. You're not just – you're in there with 1,600 other people. Right now, there is enough players in the transfer portal to fill 64 of the FBS football teams completely full with 22 players. 22 players, 11 starters on offense, 11 starters on defense. You can fill 64 of those teams. 64. That's insane. I mean, that's, that's just insane. And you probably could fill 30 of them if you wanted to cut in half. If you wanted a solid um, roster, a solid um, bench. That's all. I mean, that's just a ton of players. 64 yeah, teams. Some of those players are not going to get on their roster. They think they are. They think, oh, I'm, I'm leaving a – I'm choice. leaving in Arkansas because uh, LSU's going to give me $50 million. And then, you know, you, and then the LSU's like, and then tomorrow LSU, Ryan Kelly, scumbag murderer, he is, is going to look at one guy and be like, oh, this guy's better than that guy. So I'm going to sign them. And you're kind of sitting with your pants down, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, 
and another thing, you know, this is also touching and we'll end this, you know, on this topic. Another thing, we're in this real sensitive world. We're a sensitive people being sensitive. People have a real hard time when you start criticizing players, college football players. That day is over because the argument used to be you can't criticize a college player. He don't get paid. He getting paid now. They're getting paid a lot of money. They're getting paid more than I am. They're in college playing football <laughs> way more than I'm getting paid. Um, you know what I mean? I can criticize when Joe Fouché, who's been on an Arkansas football team for four years, is a captain. And it's probably credible enough to go into the NFL and be like a fifth, sixth round draft pick and decides to actually just enter the transfer portal, transfer portal and doesn't decide to stay. Man, go to fucking NFL, man. You know what I mean? Like, just go to the NFL. Like, what are you doing? And yeah. you, when you do that kind of stuff, you just proves you don't have any loyalty to fan base. I've always said this about Arkansas people, and Arkansas is big on this. And, and there's a lot of colleges that are like this, but Arkansas is, you know, main college in that state. And when you go to Arkansas and you do what you've got to do in Arkansas and you stay the course and you love Arkansas and you go to Arkansas and you stay for a couple of years, do what you got to do, and you go to wherever you exist in your world and you do whatever you do, people in Arkansas will always love you. You will have an automatic job anywhere you walk into in Arkansas. Bobby Portis. Shout out to Bobby P. Is loved in Arkansas. He is a wide receiver. He's a basketball player. You probably know him. He won a championship with the Milwaukee Bucks. He is worshipped in Arkansas for the rest of his life. For as long as that man, Bobby Portis, is breathing air upon this planet, as long as his lungs fill and his brain works and his heart functions, he will be worshipped as a god in Arkansas. A god. And I can say the same for Daniel Gafford. You can say the same for Ryan Mallett, Casey Dick, all these guys. Darren McFadden is literally worshipped as a god. I think there's churches to Darren McFadden. But when you pull something like some of these guys do, you lose that luster that you have with some of these players, uh, these fans. They literally sit back in their chair and like, this makes no sense. None. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when I look at a transfer portal, I see two things. I see people who are leaving the school that they're at, say Arkansas or Clemson, they're leaving and going to, say, a Georgia or an Alabama, and they're getting A lot of paid. our people are predicted to go to LSU. That's what a lot of people are thinking. Getting paid, and LSU's going to pay too. And the other one is that they don't have patience. You look at, again, Arkansas, Malik Hornsby, he just entered his name in the transfer portal. Oh. quarterback. He would be a starter once KJ Jefferson leaves. That's probably be next year, honestly. Yeah, he's gone in the NFL draft next year. You'd wait one more year and you have a chance to be a starter at a very good team in the SEC, but you can't wait that one year. You have to go somewhere else. It makes no sense. The people they don't have patience. You know, back in the day, these players had patience. Look at Kyler Murray. He played one season in Oklahoma, number one overall draft pick. And there's many you know, the day have changed the things have changed nowadays things have changed you think you gotta be the starter day one and you don't yeah and you know Matt Jones too. you know i mean look yeah matt jones is a perfect example i mean look at him he waited I mean, and waited no one thought now he he's the starting quarterback for a new england patriots team that's about to go to the playoffs and he's not bad i mean he's not good but he's not bad either you know i mean he's a rookie quarterback 
Yeah. Kind of a weird wide receiver. Feel better than all the other one for rookie quarterbacks. Oh, by far. The other ones suck. Justin yeah. Fields is god awful. It wasn't an NFL video, but um, um, Justin Fields is awful. Trevor Lawrence, oh my god, he's terrible. But the Jaguars are equally terrible. So you have to ask yourself, I wonder if it's just a whole thing. I think it's a mixture of the two. Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence has struggled, but I think the Jaguars have no offensive line, none. Um, they make the Steelers' offensive line look all pro. And then they have no running back, and they have no wide receivers. Yeah, it's tough. Um, you have to be patient, man. Patience is a virtue. You know what I mean? But the yeah. tra- the game has changed. This is the way it is nowadays. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's frustrating, but hopefully they'll make real – they got to figure something out. It is the wild, wild west. Either right that now. or they were going to be watching Georgia – Alabama, Texas, Texas A&M, LSU, and USC play each other in the national championship for the rest of our lives. Yep. For all time, always. And Ohio State. Can't yeah. forget Ohio and Ohio State. State, definitely. They're definitely yeah. sporting some money out there, too. Columbus has definitely got the money rolling right now. They're the northern money. Oh, yeah. Michigan. Michigan. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't know if they have any. Um, yeah, who knows? Said, stupid, sad. stupid. Abolish the transfer portal. Abolish it is abolished right now. Abolishing the transfer portal. That's the title of this episode. Um, that's gonna get some clicks. We should abolish the transfer portal. Here we go. All right, let's cover the um SCS pl- um, championship first briefly. I don't know one player on either team. Ryan, I hope you know at least one. Um. Do you know one player, Ryan, right now? If you don't know one player right now, in the next 10 seconds, we will not cover this and we will move on. One, right now. I don't know. All right, we're going moving on. No one cares. <laughs> we do know the teams. What are the teams? Uh, Montana State and North Dakota State. What day is it played on? Do you know? January 8th. What time? What day is January 8th? It's this Saturday. Oh, it's this Saturday coming? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Probably around noon. They love doing that, the FCS. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's as much coverage as we're putting into it. You're welcome, everybody. That was my challenge to Ryan. If he had new one player, he had to know one. He didn't. Oh, my God, how embarrassing. <laughs> if, I promise you, if us football nerds don't know one player on either of those teams, no one who listens to this show is going to know one player on either of those teams. One. All right, anyway, let's leave that in the dust. Let's talk about the big boy on the block, the Alabama Crimson Tide versus those Georgia Bulldogs, part 3,000. Um, is Kirby going to finally be able to beat Alabama? No. Yeah, no. yeah, he is. I'm going with the Georgia Bulldogs. I know Georgia, I'm on the podcast. Um, I said. You, know, you know what Nick Saban's record against Georgia is? Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. It does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs> Seven and one. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Won irrelevant. He won one this year, last month. George is mad. <laughs> he, he's been mad for ten years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, here's so here's what's gonna happen. Bryce Young is gonna get hurt somehow, and they're gonna throw in this star-studded backup, whoever he is, and he's gonna win the game for him. I know that might be the craziest prediction of all time. It has never happened before. But 
Jalen Hurts did get mentioned that game though. Yeah, so it's like a repeat of the 2017. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Anyway, um, no, I do think Georgia's going to win. I know previously I have stated on this very podcast that I said no way Georgia wins without <laughs> Stetson with Stetson Bennett being quarterback. All right, how much would money would you bet if JT Daniels just walked out on the field as a starter? Zero. I, I don't. I, I don't think he'll be a starter. Yeah, I don't think so either. Actually, there's Sad. no way. It's going to be Stetson Bennett. They're rolling with him. Yeah, and even the um, I read the thing about the offensive coordinator was saying that for Tom Bonkin, I think his name is or something. Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, it's too late at this point. Has a you, record of not beating Alabama. Oh, it doesn't matter now. He's got Caleb Williams coming in. I mean, he'll be playing uh, this weekend. Yeah, it's true, but and they're just gonna up. bench him and play some other bumpkin from Georgia. <laughs> That's true. That's the Kirby Smart way. Oh, he wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't do it any other way, personally. I think it's a genius move. Um, until you win a national championship, no. I think George. I cannot believe this. I do think George is going to win. I think, I think Alabama. One of the reasons they were able to beat Georgia last time is they were able to space them out. I don't believe that's going to be an option this time because they just have Jamison Williams and he is hurt. Um, there's going to be less space on the field for him. I think Georgia is going to have a better offensive game plan than the dumb one that they had versus Alabama the first time. And it kind of changed for me when I saw them just absolutely beat the absolutely ever-living crap out of Michigan. Um, I just did not see that coming. I really did think – I think me and you both predicted a tight game between Georgia and Michigan. With Georgia, I think we both picked Georgia. And um, I, did, I, I did, the, the ass-whooping that they landed Michigan just was startling. I really did think Georgia's – I mean, Michigan stood a chance. And this proved that they did not. The only thing I would say about that is Michigan is not Alabama. I think we of were course. both at that game after what Alabama did to Georgia and saying, okay, Michigan beat Ohio State, they have a chance. Yeah, that's – and I and there was a lot of that in the media and people in general because they were sitting there like, oh, my God, Georgia is so bad. Michigan is going to win. But they kind of forgot that Georgia whooped up on 12 people's butts before the, before they played that Alabama game. You guys were prisoners of the moment. The last thing that we saw on screen was Georgia losing to Alabama by slaughter. So it was kind of like when we saw, you know, we were like, oh, Michigan might have a chance. They didn't stand a chance. They don't have the dogs. <laughs> That's a nice little pun for you. They don't have the dogs to keep up with the dogs. <laughs> I mean, I think the only team in America that can beat Georgia is Alabama. Oh, I think so too. There's not one who can compete with them. Not one. It's, it's, it would blow everybody Alabama out. Or no one. I mean, it's, it's either this is Georgia's year or it's Alabama's year. I don't know. Um, I think Alabama's going to win this game. I mean, Georgia just cannot beat Alabama. They did, they couldn't beat them this year. It wasn't even a close game. Alabama blew them out. I, I just can't. I, I got to pick Bam. I can't. Nick Saban always wins. He always, he, the only team oh, he no, loses no, to no, is no. Ohio State no. and Clemson. That's it. No, 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 no. no. You're completely <laughs> wrong. You're completely wrong. I'm going with, and I'm going with them, Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> There you go. That's for you, Diane, wherever you are. I'm going with the Bulldogs of Georgia. What do you think the final score is going to be? What do you think of final score? I think it's going to be a three-peat for uh, Mr. Stetson Bennett, 41-24. to Oh, hell no. Third time in a row. No, I'm thinking it's going to be 35-17. 
No, I'm backtracking. I think it's going to be 17 to 3, Georgia. Just like the 2011 National Championship when Michigan and Alabama. This is exactly like that because LSU beat Alabama that year in Alabama. And then everybody was like, oh, LSU and Alabama are going to play again. And then boom, bang, boom. Alabama won. Alabama won. So this is the opposite of that. Alabama beat Georgia the first time. And now Georgia's going to win a very decisive game and prove to the world that Jordan Davis deserved the Heisman. <laughs> What's funny about that? What's funny about that? Um, also, Aiden Hutchinson is here fraud. Uh, I don't think so. Um, but when, I mean, like, Georgia double teamed them. Might title that episode, Balshing the Transfer Portal and it's Aiden Hutchinson fraud. <laughs> I think you just got double teamed. That would get a lot of people riled up. I'll get us a lot of views. Oh, for sure. Trinity Page views is back at it. Michigan would hate us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who cares? This is a Southern podcast. Um, but yeah. So there's your college football on playoff discussion. I'm excited for it. It'll be fun. Can't wait to stay up way late on Monday just to watch the national championship. Are there any parties going on? Not that I've been invited to. Would you like to come over? Sure. Why not? No, you're uninvited. Uh, thanks for watching the Channel and Ryan Sports Show. I do want to do a quick breakdown. Um, this week has been weird. Um, of course, every week in the life of Trenton is weird, but that's not an excuse. It's just the way it goes. Um, so we're going to have an episode come out. This is coming out on Friday morning and Friday afternoon. Um, then you get this your playoff transfer portal rant. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, next Wednesday, you'll have another episode uh, come out of us recapping the playoff. Um, that will come out, um, and then, you know, you'll have that. And then we're going to get started kind of back on our normal grind. You'll have a video come out on Thursday um, previewing NFL playoff games, and then you're going to have a video come out. On, so that next week is going to be a heavy week, those three days. And then you're going to have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's going to be the normal TNR sports show where we kind of um, recap and review and all that good stuff. So, you know, we're not posting a video. There's no point. The game hadn't been played on Monday yet. So we got to wait our, um, wait our time. But, um, um, uh, Ryan, before we go, I want to make a promise to you right now. Okay. A promise. I will watch on Saturday, the FCS national championship game. And we yeah. will on Monday or Tuesday, whenever this episode drop or Wednesday, whenever um, the next episode on Wednesday, when the next episode drops, we will know one player on that football team. One. Yeah. You mean like... Um, Let's challenge ourselves to know at least one player's name on that football team. Matthew McKay. Oh, whatever. Boo, boo. Quarterback, fantastic quarterback. Maybe the best quarterback in the FCS. Who for, for who? For Montana? Montana State, not Montana. Um, who, what, what is Montana State's mascot? Ten seconds. Oh, really? Um, um, that quarterback, McKay, um, what's his passing numbers for the year? Uh, he has 2,021 passing wow. yards, 17 touchdowns, three interceptions. Oh, wow, efficient. Oh, he's from NC State's transfer. Um, 300 uh, rushing yards with two touchdowns as well. <laughs> That's the perfect analogy to end this episode on. You're a, you go to NC State, you enter the transfer portal, and you're like, I'm going somewhere cool. You end up in Montana State, maybe the yeah. worst place on planet Earth. Um, 
<laughs> All right, whatever. Um, how much money's rolling through Montana State? I wonder. Probably a lot. So who is the, so who is it again? Uh, Montana State versus who? North Dakota State. Oh my God, they're back. Yeah. What? Well, what happened to Jack Rabbits? Down. What happened to South Dakota State? What? South Dakota State. What happened to them? They lost. That's devastating news. Terrible news. Terrible news. All right. That's your episode of the TNR Sports Show. What? So I said they lost to Montana State. No, what? What? Oh, my God. They suck. All right. That's the end of the TNR Sports Show. Thanks for watching. Um, your main points, takeaways from this episode, abolish the transfer portal. Aiden Hutchinson is overrated, and Georgia is totally back. Ruff, 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 ruff. Here we go. Thanks for watching the TNR Sports Show.